It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. to another edition of Demonology Today with Grizzly and Dennis Carroll. We got Tess in the house there, Mr. Carroll. Crazy all right, how's it? How's everything going? Yeah, all right. I'll see you soon. Yes. Welcome, everybody. So, we are going to talk about something uh, kind of interesting this evening, aren't we? Oh, yeah. This is going to probably open another can of worms for us, Chris, but... Uh... <laughs> We're good at that. <laughs> so, yeah, so I seen your show last night about that black satellite thing. Oh, yeah, that uh, that was very interesting. Um, uh, it's sort of a, it sort of has become a legend now. Uh, it's been talked about so much. Very strange thing, definitely. You might so be watching us tonight. You never know. It may be watching yeah. us. So who put it up there? Well, there's a lot of conjecture on that. Who 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 does it really belong to? Is it space aliens, or is it a secret government thing, or what? So nobody really knows. It's one of those things that's got a whole lot more questions than it does answers, unfortunately. Yeah. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the Church of Apollyon. Now, what is that church? That is the church that stands for the one world religion of the Antichrist. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about, some of that tonight, and about the celebrities that endorse this stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about some uh, some businesses that are endorsing this stuff. And some millionaires who are, are behind a lot of this stuff. So we're going to get deep into this subject. Yeah, it's crazy. Very... Which the black satellite is a very interesting, a very interesting uh, thing. Absolutely. It, mm-hmm. it really is. So uh, I kind of looked into it a little bit, and mm-hmm. we all know a little bit about it. Uh, but it's... Interesting. Well, uh, you know, if you're uh, familiar with the Babylonian gods called the Anunnaki, who were supposed to have uh, ruled parts of the, the well, actually the whole planet at one time or another, uh, promised that they would return one day. And so the hypothesis is they left behind the black satellite to watch us and to uh, herald their return one day. That's one hypothesis, Ali, but there's a lot of them. I've heard of that theory, yes, I have. But tonight we're going to talk about the Church of Apollyon. Now, who is Apollyon? Okay, that's an interesting question. He is associated with Apollo, the god Apollo, the god of the sun, or Hellos, as he is called in the Roman itinerary. And um, uh, he is uh, an interesting fellow, this Apollyon. He also has another name. Uh, that Apollyon is Greek, and in the Hebrew is called uh, Abaddon. Both of these names mean the destroyer. That's what they're talking about, the destroyer. And they say, and of course, who is that? That is our adversary, Satan, uh, the devil, that old serpent. That dragon, whatever name you want to give him, Lucifer. Um, he has many names, but his name is Abaddon and Apollyon. 
and he has a church and it is very active and worldwide today, but it's not out in the open, although it's coming out in the open a whole lot more than before. Uh, it is sort of hidden. It wears a mask, but that mask is slipping right in front of our eyes at this very moment to reveal what is truly behind that mask one day. Will probably astound all of us, the people that, that are fooled by this, and that's what we're talk, going to talk about tonight. Let's not be fooled by this. Let's let's have one leg up in the saddle. Let's know what's really going on in this world. And uh, I want to talk tonight too about the celebrities that endorse this thing, the, the weird Hollywood parties where they serve food off of the bodies of people. Uh, where they talk about selling their souls to the devil and brag on it, by the way. Uh, you've got to admit, the Hollywood celebrities that we once knew, like in the old days, are long gone. This new breed is, uh, a lot of people call it Hollywood trash, by the way. This new breed is a whole lot different animal that we're dealing with here. And they have embraced a lot of the darkness in this world. Because it's the end, cool thing to do, that sort of thing. And if you look at Hollywood, Chris, they're like a bunch of cookie cutter types. They're just like they're turned out on a treadmill. They all say the same thing. They all believe the same thing. Most of them are members of the Church of Scientology, by the way. What does that tell you? Yeah. And, uh, and we do know the roots of the Church of Scientology. It began with L. Ron Hubbard, who by the way, is a disciple of Alistair Crowley. So you've got some interesting connections going on here in Hollywood, okay? And um, I got a little joke for you tonight, okay? How many Hollywood starlets does it take to screw in a light bulb? A whole bunch. <laughs> Takes three. One to read the instructions, one to screw in the bulb, and the other to take her clothes off. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's the way it goes with Hollywood starlets. And here's the hypocrisy of a lot of this, okay? And this is where it really gets me. They're complaining about women being sexualized. They're complaining about uh, the Me Too movement and all that. Yet, you never hear them complain when they get paid enough money to take their clothes off. I no, think the problem is, I think the problem is, Chris, with this, uh, a lot of this stuff going on with the Hollywood stuff, is that they get mad when they're not paid money to take their clothes off. I think that's what the problem is, uh, the whole thing. But um, talking about sexualizing, Hollywood is very, very good now at sexualizing children. Okay, we see that happening a lot, going on more and more and more. And I won't talk to you people out there tonight. I'll warn you. If you're a parent, be very afraid, okay? You need to be afraid. Or if you're a grandparent, you need to be afraid for your children and your grandchildren because they are coming after them. They are, the, their souls, people, are on the line, just like ours, okay? Their souls are on the line, and they're indoctrinating these children into this church. We call it a church because it's sort of an organization. All churches are organizations, by the way. You know, and the whole thing is when you run into this organization and this organization, my friends, is straight out of the depths of hell because it it sexualizes children. It wants their minds, their bodies and their souls. It wants all of it. It's not just satisfied with one thing. And they want to sacrifice a lot of unborn children on that altar that I call abortion. It is a blood altar, and then millions have died on it. Think about that a minute. You know, more, more probably than died in World War II in concentration camps killed by the Nazis, definitely. More than, and by the way, uh, Stalin killed far more than Hitler did, uh, not just Jews, but his own people. Uh, they, we probably killed more than that on this altar of abortion. Because simply because it is an inconvenience for us not to uh, keep our panties or our pants up. That's the problem. We don't, we don't go with the real responsibility that is us. We are throwing this responsibility, the consequences of this responsibility, off on these poor unborn children who never had a chance to live. 
You know, Robert Lewis said a very good quote that's always stuck in my mind. One day we will all sit down to a banquet of consequences. And our actions are going to foster those consequences wherever we stand, on what side we stand in this world. And that is what the Church of Apollyon is all about. This one world religion of the Antichrist. Let's stop and look at this for just a minute. Okay. Let's examine this unholy trinity. The Father is Satan. The Son is the Antichrist. And the false prophet is the unholy spirit in this unholy uh, trinity that we're talking about. So you see, you've got all of this turned around. All of this is turned around just like God has got his situation set up, and so has Satan, but it's just a counterfeit of everything that God does. It's a backward thing to it. And the day that has come when Hollywood, sports celebrities, the media, and the government, your own government, the governments of the world, the, the corporations, the millionaires, the ones with the plenty of money, they are the ones that are the movers and shakers in this world, by the way, like George Soros and some others I could name. They're all embracing this darkness. This is the one world of religion that we're going to talk about tonight. Check your the, uh, sound settings, if you could, uh, Mr. Carroll, uh, real quick, and stream yard. Your mic's starting to crack up a little worse. Uh, okay. It was perfect uh, earlier. Okay, yeah, that's fine. It was perfect. a little bit too close to it. But uh, before we went live, it was it was crystal clear. Now, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, the, the hit settings and hit audio. Well, maybe some interference coming in here. I don't know. Then look on your mic. And see if you can find your mic setting, your microphone that you just got. There should be a drop down uh, box. We'll see if we can get that fixed. Let me turn this speed down a little bit. See if that'll help. If that sounds any better, I there's hope. A little, there's a little wheel down there at the bottom of the screen that says settings. On the stream yard. On the software, yeah, yeah, I believe it's yeah. How's that sound? Is that any better? Testing, testing, testing. Say, say, testing, testing, testing. Testing, testing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That sound yeah, better? It's still cracking. Uh, go down on the uh, bottom of your screen on uh, on Streamyard, and there should be a, a wheel. It says settings. Mm -hmm. Then click on your mic. Should be a drop down box for your mic. I can't hear you at all now. No. How about now? Say How about now? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's a little better, but still crackling. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier, before be you went live, about. it was it was perfect. Yeah, I don't know. That's strange. Must be could be some kind of interference. I don't know. Yeah, but it was perfect before you went live. Mm -hmm. We'll try that. See how that works for a little while. Maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe that's working. We'll see how that works. Yeah, the plug is pulling plugs all the way in and everything. I don't know. Like I said, yeah, I didn't do anything to it. Yeah, but before yeah. you went live, it was crystal clear. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to track this down some more. But anyway, let me get back to this. Um, the uh, the Church of Apollyon, the one world religion, is going to be this, okay? It's going to say that all the religions of the world combined have an ultimate truth. And that we need to embrace all religions, not just one. But you see, the whole thing is set up on venerating religion. You know, I've talked about that before. Religion is a man-made thing. And that's what we've got to watch out for. That's what the false prophet's going to be about. Now, also, since I said I was talking about this is a counterfeit, this is a bad counterfeit of, of what God has done, the plan of God, in other words. 
the Antichrist will be assassinated. He will suffer a very grievous wound. And the false prophet will be instrumental in bringing him back from the dead. Okay. Just like Jesus Christ returns from the dead, so shall the Antichrist. And people will marvel and wonder at this, and they will give more power to the false prophet because of this. But it's all a put on, folks. Okay. It's all a setup. That's what this whole church thing is about. Now, the Bible talks about Apollyon as the, the uh, uh, king of the bottomless pit. And I've been thinking a lot about this bottomless pit thing. It sounds to me like it is some like maybe like in another dimension or something. It's not really, I don't think, a place on earth itself. But millions of these things are waiting to be released. And when, it, and when they are released, they will go after those who do not have the seal of God in the forehead. Now, that's a different thing than the seal of the Antichrist, okay? The seal of God on these people will keep them from being harassed by these evil spirits that look like scorpions. They have a stinger, by the way. And they will uh, actually torment these people, but not the children of God, the ones that they will be sealed against this. That is part of the power of Apollyon. He has this army waiting. This is an army of darkness. This is not an army of men. This is not an Armageddon. This is a different thing altogether. Um, but anyway, that's what he's, That's what part of his kingdom is. Okay, we got to keep that in mind. He is a true lord of darkness, Apollyon. Now, I'm going to explain a little bit about the name Apollyon and Apollo, why it's connected with Apollo. Okay, Lucifer, you know what that name, you know what that name means, Chris? I do not. I'm saying that for the audience. That name means the light bringer, the that illuminator. Right. Okay, and the Bible says about Satan that he appears as what? An angel of light. Okay, don't let that fool you, okay? He has got a lot of darkness in him. That's just a put-on, that's just a show. But he tries to enlighten people. Now, I'm sort of, the reason I'm bringing this up is because Apollo, of course, is the sun god, you know. And people have worshipped the sun for many thousands of years. And it's kind of understandable in one way, because if you've ever been out in the cold, out in the way, out in the woods with no fire or nothing, on a cold night, when that sun comes up, you're very grateful to see it, you know? It, it warms you up. It's, the, it's the, the difference between life and death sometimes, you know? And you can understand right. why people venerate the sun, but this is going to be another kind of sun. The sun that Apollo, Apollo is going to be talking about is his sun, the Antichrist, not the sun in the sky. Just like God had his son, Jesus Christ, so has Satan. He has his son. And his son has the plan, Satan's plan. And that plan is to fool everybody into believing in this one world religion. And this one world religion is going to teach people that, oh, all religions are right. Believe everything is okay because there is truth in everything. That is the big lie, folks. Don't buy that. That's not, that's not the real deal, okay? Don't buy the big lie because all truth is not in everything, okay? Uh, that's the religious aspect of these things. Um, that is what they want you to believe so that you'll buy that lie. The main thing about this this church of Apollyon is that they say this. Here's what they're going to teach you, okay? And this is what the Church of Satan today teaches, okay? Same thing. They just kind of dress it up different clothes, okay? But it's the same thing. They're going to teach you this. Oh, Satan enlightens us. Without him, we would still be a bunch of dumbbells in the Garden of Eden, not knowing anything. Really, it's Satan who's looking out for us and not God. Because God wanted to keep knowledge from us. He wanted to keep us innocent and unknowing. Satan 
who they worship by many different names, by the way, is the, is the, is the light bringer, the illuminator. He gives us all the knowledge we want. And they worship this knowledge, but it is knowledge, my friends, that is not good knowledge. It is a hidden knowledge. You know, we talked about that before. The occult is a hidden knowledge. Uh, we've got to understand that this knowledge is, is a devilish, diabolical knowledge. It's not a good knowledge. It's not the true truth. The real truth, the truth of God, will set you free. This knowledge brought to you by Satan will enslave you. And that's what this whole thing is about. Enslavement. They will enslave us to conquer us. And once they have divided us and bring us together under this this banner of a new world religion, then they will be able to control us so much more easier that way. And then he will brand us one by one, just like cattle. Because if we uh, swear our allegiance to this man, and we sell our souls too in the bargain. We will be, we will belong to him for all time. That's it. There won't be any turning back from this. And we got to we got to realize how very serious and how very dangerous that this stuff is leading up to. Uh, and we've got to warn other people. Now let's look at the corporations a minute. They're backing a lot of this up. We now call it wokeism. Why do they call it woke? Why have you awakened from? You're about to awaken to a nightmare, my friend. That's what you're going to awake to. Because this is not but another way to censor people, to enslave people, to control people. That's what it's all about. And they want to That's control the way you believe. think. That's not yeah. what they believe. Yeah. They Even want to get you to believe. They, they want to control what you, what you think. They want to control what you think, what you say, the very things you say. Uh, they're watching you. Everywhere you go, their eyes watching you, okay? This network, people, is being set up for this man. Everything is being set up for him. Okay, you remember Elijah in the Bible. Okay, remember the prophet Elijah. What was said about him? Here's a voice crying in the wilderness. Same thing about John the Baptist. What was his job? to make way for Jesus to come, to make way for the Son of God. Well, there are people out there making way for this man to come on the scene. They are making way for this man to take power. He has millionaires to back him up. He has pol politicians that will back him up. He will be a politician, probably. That's what all this stuff is about. His way is being prepared. His church is being set ready. And like I said, it's wearing a mask today. But the mask is slipping, okay? You'll see that with some of the things that the Pope does. You see that with some of the things some of these so-called religious leaders do in the world. Their mask is slipping to show what their true face is. And if you look, and like I talked about several shows back about opening your spiritual eyes to these things, you will see what the real image is behind that mask. And it's not a good thing. No, it's Dennis's audio for some reason, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to try to get that worked on again. Yeah. We're going to have to see what's going on with that. Anyway, um, the whole thing in a nutshell is the corporations of this world are now trying to tell you how to live. It's not enough that you buy Coke or Pepsi or, or, or uh, shop in their stores. Now they want to tell you how to live and what to believe and what to embrace. They're indoctrinating you, people. That's what it's all about. This is a form of brainwashing. You've got to really wake up, not the woke stuff, but the real waking. We need a real awakening in this world about what's really going on around us. And that's what this religion is going to be about. And when this religion comes into its prime, and the Bible says very plainly about the false prophet, he will cause them to worship the image of the beast. Now, the beast may not only be just a man. Here's something to think about. It may just be the man who is the head of some type of large network or corporation. That one will be also be the beast. 
perhaps as well. So we got to think about that in those terms too. What are all these corporations up to? Look at Target. Let's take Target for a minute. I don't shop there that much. Okay, I never will again. That's for sure. Look what they're doing. They're showing children's clothing with satanic symbols on it. They're in yeah, business with that. a guy, the guy that, that endorses the satanic church. People, wake up. This is not just one isolated thing. This is coming down the line. It's coming in everywhere. And here's the thing about it, okay? We, the people, have had enough. We need to stand up with one voice. And we need to talk back against these things. We need to act against these things. And how can we do that? With our money. That's one thing we still got control over right now. It may not be that way much longer if some forces in this world have the way the Antichrist will do that. The Antichrist is going to take your money, people. He's not going to only take your life and your money and your soul. He's going to take your children. He's going to take everything that ever could have been yours. Every kind of happiness. He's going to take that. That's what he's all about, okay? And that's what you see him doing right now. Slowly, it's just beginning. He's slowly beginning with his tentacles, reaching every area of our lives and taking these things from us, taking control over them. And he's going to take control over you. But as long as we have our money, we need to use it the right way. I'm going to tell you something about your money, okay? I know you worked hard all your life to get what you've gotten. I understand that, so have I and everybody else. But the government will tax you to death on top of it. We know that. But we we have to do that or go to jail, okay? But we will be held to account, people, for what we do with our money that we do have control over, okay? And you need to use that money wisely, just like your vote. You need to use your vote. We still have this little bit of power left. Use it while you can. Because one day, very, very, very soon, it's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. I'm getting this off the Church of Apollyon's website, ladies and gentlemen. It's what I've been getting this from. That's what I've been sharing this information. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading. I'm trying to read it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so, very good. Know, very good information, have, people. I have psychics that are saying we are in the Great Awakening and that we, and I have some psychics, call themselves God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what, the, and, that's what I'm, I'm getting like, to. How, for are, you, religion. how are you yeah. God? Well, here's what the Antichrist is going to do. Here's here's what the Antichrist is going to do, okay? And people, you need to be watching for this, okay? He's going to stand up one day in the church, the real church, where his church is going to be in the in the, in the uh, temple of Jerusalem, okay? And by the way, I want to tell you something about Babylon in just a moment. Babylon still exists, by the way. But anyway, in Jerusalem, this temple will be built. He will stand in the Holy of Holies. That was the most sacred place in this temple. He will desecrate that. That's the one place where God actually talked to people from, okay? He will desecrate that, and he will say this. He will tell you this. I am God. I alone am worthy of your worship. I alone am the true son of God. I am your Messiah, your Savior. I'm your God. Take my hand. Follow me. Be one of my people. And I will make you a God too. You can be a God too. I will give you power. He's going to give people power. Okay, listen to me, folks. He's going to give people supernatural power. He's going to offer you this. How many people is going to turn that down to be a superhero? Huh? You're going to have these powers. He's going to give them to you. And he's going to say, you can now be a God too. I have heard people, this is the, I call it the new age. They call it the new age philosophy. Okay. And here's what it is, Chris. And it's the biggest lie out there. Okay. But here's what it is. 
I talk with God, and he's okay with me being God, too. I'm a God, and you can be a God as well. We don't need other gods. We can be our own God. Okay? That goes back straight to Aleister Crowley. What was his motto? Do so whatever you will. Do whatever you want. But like I said about this, this abortion altar, is is there because people will do what they want to do. They won't do the right thing. They won't abstain from things they shouldn't be doing. They don't want the consequences of it. They don't want the responsibility anymore. They want to sacrifice unborn children, innocents, for what they want done, for what they want to do. That's, that's what Hollywood's all about. That's what these corporations are pushing. That's what our government is getting behind. Would you ever thought that the Navy would employ a drag queen to get uh, recruitment you know, up? You know, let, let me interrupt you there. So that guy got called out on one of my shows. And I don't know if you're rubbing something or rubbing against something. You're rubbing something, aren't you? Are you rubbing your elbow against something? Mm-hmm. You, got two mics. something. you got two mics open, don't you? No, I don't have the mic over here. Maybe it's picking that up or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's picking up two mics. That's what it is. It's rubbing on your clothes. That's where the cracklings come from. Uh, so that got okay. brought up. That got brought up on one of my shows. And I was like, well, no. I was like, I'll no. be still. <laughs> I'm like, no, there's no way that this is going on. They're like, Grizzly, check it out. So I had to stop mm-hmm. my show and I had to go out here and I had to validate what you just told me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do not care what you do in your life. I don't care what you do in your house or behind your closed doors. What you do is your business. But I'll be damned if you're going to put that on TV and advertise that and let me say I'm going to be okay with that. Don't shove that down anybody's throat. I mean, I yeah. No, so that really, that really. Well, took like you me say, back. Chris. Like you say, is it's your own business what you want to do in your own home and with your own life. But when you start forcing it on somebody else, that's a whole different ball game. Okay. Um, and that's what really gets me when they try to shove this stuff down your throat. We're, yeah. We discriminate against people, though. Mm-hmm. We're hurting people's feelings. Yeah. Well, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Story time with Uncle Grizzly That sounds like another show we might do sometime. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It's just, you know, yes, I believe in free speech, ladies and gentlemen. I do. But don't tell me what my kids will or will not do. Do not tell me what I can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. You know? And let me tell you something. We're going to answer more questions right after this commercial. Stand by. Welcome back to another edition with Demonology Today with Grizzly and Dennis Carroll. Uh, this edition is brought to you by Western Bigfoot and Paranormal Investigations, LLC. 
Thank you, Mr. Don Wyden. But yeah, that's my point, ladies and gentlemen. Don't shove it down our throats. So yeah, I'm not uh, narratives or being narratives being pushed on people. Yeah, I don't. Well, see, so that's the that's the hypocrisy of it, Chris. Uh, they stand up there and say, "Oh, we're all about freedom. Do whatever you want, but we're going to shove this down your throat because it's the way we want you to do it." Look at the hypocrisy of that, people. That's what they are—a bunch of big hypocrites. They say one thing and do another. I remember, uh, you remember Howard Stern, right? Remember him? Oh, yeah. I remember Howard uh, he, Stern. You remember, the shows, uh, you remember the shows he used to have? You know, he used to have, he would, he would even pay women to take their tops off and all this stuff while he was on there. Yet, yep. when his daughter, his daughter wanted to get some kind of Broadway show where she would take her, oh, no, 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 he stopped that immediately. He put that down. Uh-uh, you're not going to do that. Well, why? Was he so adamant to do other people's daughters that way and not his own? How much of a hypocrite can you be? You know what I'm saying? And that's just some of it, you know? And, you know, it's one thing. I'm going to say this. And I know this is not going to sound good, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> it's one thing to be a sinner, my friend. It's one thing to be a sinner, but it's even worse if you're a hypocrite. Okay, uh, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't say one thing and do another. That's not that's not good. That's the worst of worst. It's the chiefest of sinners. In other words, put it that way. But that's what these people are selling, you know. Um, and and but you know what it comes down to. Okay, let me tell you this. Okay, no matter how much they may push their agenda, no how no matter how much they may have their causes that they embrace and that they and then the feel good stuff they won't talk about it all comes down to how much money they're making off of it okay that's what it comes down to if you take the money factor out of it you see how quick they drop it and run off from it let me put it this way okay you gotta ask this question with all the starving people in africa why hasn't oprah winfrey done some of her money in on it or some of these other people. Why is George Soros spending millions of dollars on district attorneys when he could be feeding hungry people out there? Or people that are homeless. He could give them a place to live. Well, where's the, well that's the hypocrisy of it all right there. Okay. And that's what this church of Apollyon is all about. Hypocrisy. They say and do different things than what they truly believe. And that's what's going on. You know, the thing, though, is, as people tell us and people tell me, we're wrong. We need to follow the new age. We need to get on board. And when that person told me they were God, so you made me, you made the universe, you made the creatures. No, the universe did. But you said you're God. I am a God. Well, how can you be a God? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, Chris. You're just a human being. You can't be a god, you know. But that's what I've talked about before with the God game. Okay, you know I mentioned that before. That's what they're playing. That God game comes back to that every time. They want to be gods because look, they have power, they have money, they they have everything that they want. Okay except they don't have immortality. They're not going to live long enough to... Look at George Soros. He's getting old now, okay? I'm I'm picking on him tonight, but he's getting old. His son's waiting in the wings to take over, though. But if you could live forever, think about this a moment. Ever how you do it, whether it's cloning, robots, AI, AI yeah. whatever it is, it is immortality. It's man's reach for immortality. And you have to be immortal to be a god, okay? That's all. That's what he makes. That's what it takes to be a god, folks, okay? You've got to be Because you're basing this off Christianity. That's exactly what I was told. Mm -hmm. But that's what they're after. That's what they're after. But you know what? There is a god of this world. It's not the ancient of days. That's God. That's the real god. It's Satan. He has taken over every bit of this world. He's the real guy running the stuff in the background. He's pulling the strings on these puppets, people. That's what's going on. Satan is the puppet master. 
and the right hand is his son, and the left hand is the false prophet, and the world is his stage, and everybody in it is his puppets, and we've got to understand that. We need to cut those puppet strings, and there's only one way to do it, and that's belief in God. There you go, Mr. Dinner. I just put up the definition of God. And this is what was used against me. It says, in Christianity, there's your number one mistake, they said. In Christianity and other monolithic religions, the creator and ruler of the universe and source of all moral authority, the supreme being in certain other religions, a superhuman being or spirit worship as having power over nature or human fortunes, a deity, a moon god, and we can go on. And this is what I was said, the reason why they were a god, is I'm basically well, let me tell you Christianity. Something. Have you ever noticed the pictures of Jesus and the old medieval paintings, the ones by uh, Da Vinci and others? He's always holding his hand up like this. You ever notice that? You know why? That's the symbol, people. And it means one God. There's only one God in this universe. There's only one God, and he is perfect. There are no other gods. No matter how much you want to be a God, you're just a wannabe God, okay? That's all you are, because you'll never be the God, the number one God, the perfect God of this universe, the creator of all this stuff. That's who the war is against. That's who the forces of darkness are after to dethrone. And they will use you and no matter what else it takes to do that. That's what this is all about. To throw God down from his throne. It ain't gonna happen, folks. It's not gonna happen. They're, they're, they're fighting a losing war. It's already lost. It's a losing battle. But it's the battles for us. We're caught in the middle. Now, this battle between good and evil. And we've got to understand that we're pawns for the bad guys. We're the pawns in this chess game. And we've got to understand what's going on. And we've got to say enough, enough. We're not going to be pawns anymore. We're not going to take this. We're, we're going to cut those puppet strings. We've got to get free from this. And the only way we can get free from it is to stand up. It starts with us, each one of us, individually. That's the way it's got to be done. And it starts with us as a very, very infinitesimal portions of our life that we have to work on. And that's where it's going to start. The battle is real, and the battle is for your soul, my friend. Don't buy their lie. Do not buy this lie under any circumstances. It, it's a lie. That's what's all it is. It's a lie that will damn you forever. You know, the Bible says that, and the Word of God says, they will believe a lie and be damned. A strong delusion is coming on this world. Look at the stuff that they're believing, just like Chris is talking about this person saying, oh, I'm God. Yeah, you can go out and say you're God. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you something. All right? You can say you're God all you want, but when it comes down to you die, laying and dying on your deathbed, facing death, You'll know who the real God is in the end. It won't be you, my friend. So Nighthawk, high strangeness, wants to know, where does this Anaki tie into man's existence? I'll tell you what they really are, probably. Okay, they are fallen angels. Uh, no matter, they've wrote a little bit of their own history and don't believe it, okay? Because <laughs> when, when you write your own history, it can be very devious. I believe without a doubt that a lot of these so-called gods that people worship are fallen angels because the demonic, the demons, Satan himself, they all have a God complex. They want to be worshipped. They want to be God. That's why they got through, thrown out of heaven to begin with. What did Satan tell God? Lucifer said, I am so perfect, I'm so smart, I'm so beautiful. I should be God. I'm going to take your throne, God, and you're going to be my footstool. 
He's still trying. He didn't give up yet. So a lot of these things that we hear about in ancient history, they're the work of these fallen angels. They've been here since day one, people, before man ever put on skins and, and honey monkeys eat, okay? They've been here from the beginning. You're absolutely right, Nido. It's just we know there's historical facts about the Bible. How, how people are just so easily brainwashed. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, here's another thing, Chris. People think they're so smart that they stumble over the truth. You know, the God God said in the Word of God, "I have chosen the simple things to confound the wise." It's so simple they miss the truth altogether, you know. Uh, they, they're thinking outside too much, outside of the lines, and they don't get it right. They, they, they stumble over the truth when it's there in front of their eyes all along. It's so simple that they can't accept it. You know why they can't accept it? Because they don't want to accept it. It doesn't fit the bill of what they want. See, it all comes back down to them being a god. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm the God of my life. I'm the master of my fate. I'm going to do whatever I want, no matter what nobody says. That's the way they look at it, and that's what gets them in trouble. Mm. Well, they didn't want it. They didn't. You're, you're right about that, Twisted Wish. It was God's way or the highway, and they didn't want to go that way. And look where they're at and where their destination is going to be in the end. It's going to be a horrible thing because God is the only true one perfect supreme being in this universe. Okay? We've got to remember that. And if we don't do what he tells us to, if we don't get in his will and get outside of his grace, we're in big trouble. If you, when you were a child, you didn't do what your mother and father said, you probably wouldn't be here right now. Okay? Think about that. Right. But that's what this religion, this religion, this religion is all about that, the Church of Apollyon. You may not know it, people, but you may be a card-carrying member of the Church of Apollyon. You better be careful. You don't want to carry that card. You don't want to be a member of this church, okay, definitely. Because it's going to end in one place, the eternal lake of damnation. The lake of fire. That's where it's going to end. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Word of God says. God didn't want that. That place was created for Satan and his angels, not you. But if you carry that card, you join that church. That's where you're going. I'm sorry to tell you. It's not like we can have people that actually passed on and come back and be like, Yep. But like I tell people, there is a battle, a spiritual battle between good and evil. Believe what you want. Mm -hmm. Practice what you want. I don't have to answer for you. You don't have to answer for me. So. I've always said, Chris, I can't punch anybody's ticket but my own. But let me tell you this, okay? One day you will know the real truth. And you will either have been set free by it, or you will have turned your back on it. Let's hope that you've been set free by it, and it's not the other way around. We all have a choice. We all have a destiny to fulfill. Whether it be for good or for evil, or whether it ends up in a good place or a bad place, is our decision. And we will suffer the consequences. What did that quote I said earlier? One day we will all sit down to a banquet of consequences and that day is waiting for us at the end of our lives whether it comes sooner or later we don't know but that banquet's waiting for us so twisted witch uh you missed a good show we talked about spirit guides and god so where i go where my spirit guides tell me 
not Who are God. your spirit guides? Who are your spirit guides, Twisted Witch? That's what you better ask that question, and you better know for sure who your spirit guides are. Okay? That's, that's important. I'm not, I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying we brought no. this topic up in another show is because this is a hot topic that people were asking and debating about. So... Because I don't know with abilities that are psychic mm-hmm. do not know who their spirit gods are. Gods are, mm-hmm. and yeah, when, you the, when you ask the ones that I deal with, they'll tell you where they're from. They're they're archangels. They are yeah, sent yeah. from God. And when now, it comes to something, right uh, when it comes to something as important as that, you better know one hundred and ten percent sure what it is. You know. Because there are lying and deceiving spirits out there uh, that want to damn your soul. That's what they want to do. That's what their job is. That's what they're up to. So be very, very, very careful. Well, there's your Um, names there, Mr. Carroll, for her spirit guides. Hecate and Lilith. I won't get into that tonight. So, uh, DBing wants to know, by the way, what is a spirit guide? Well, it's supposed to be your contact to the spirit world. Some are good, and some are evil. For good or bad. So, but everybody has their own opinion, so. What makes America America? Lilith, by the way, is supposed to be the mother of demons. Of course, she has other names, too. Uh, but I won't get into that, either. It's an awesome show. Love it. Yeah, right. We're not Thank here you. to pick on anybody. We're, uh, we're here uh, to look, discuss things, you know? Look, let me tell you this, okay? Let me say this, and I've said this a lot of times, Chris. I have to say this. Now, I'm not being mad. I'm not being trying to be mean to anybody. What you believe is what you is what you, whatever you believe. That's up to you, okay? You know, you've heard all of this before. You yes, were the one that made the decision. And like I said about that quote, you will one day sit down to a banquet of consequences. I hope it's on your side and not on the other side when you do, okay? I hope it's for good and not bad when you do you, you do get to that banquet because consequences are direct uh, a direction from your actions and the things that you decide. Be very, very, very careful because we are dealing. I'm going to tell you this, Chris, what sets us apart from all other things? We are eternal spiritual beings inside of these meat jackets. Okay, one day they one day very soon we're gonna lay these jackets down, but our spirits will go on somewhere forever, and that's what we better be concentrating on—that forever part of eternity. Uh, yes, and uh, all she do, she is supposed to be a bad gal, but some people will argue she's got a bad rep. Yeah, there's there's always two sides of the coin. So, mm-hmm. well, people you know, gonna believe right, what they want to believe, Chris. Yeah, well, people. I mean, here's what here's all I got to say. Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna shut up. I left you alone. People are gonna believe what they want to believe. Let's just hope you believe in the real truth. Okay, that's all I got to say. That's just the bottom line. You know, I had a friend, I told you shows and shows ago that he was an atheist, which is fine. You believe however you want to believe. And we were sitting in his garage, smoking cigarettes and drinking beer. And he was talking about my God, my higher power, whatever you want to call it. That's fine. And I said, you know what, Tim, let me me ask you something. You do not believe in any higher power. He's like, no, I do not. When I die, it's it. We're done. Okay. Now, let's say for some reason that there is a God or a higher power, supreme being over the universe, however you want to label it, right? Let's just say that. And you followed whatever was written and turn around and you died. 
and there was no God. Now, what is everybody that knew you or on this earth is going to say about you? And he sat there and he finished his beer and he looked at me. He said, I have no idea what you're going with this. I said, I can tell you what they're going to say, Tim, that you are a good man. You lived a good life. You would take your shirt off your back and you would help anybody. And you're always dependable. Now, let's flip that coin on the other hand. And let's say that there is a higher being. And you did not believe. And you did die. You know what? He was no longer an atheist. You lost everything, my friend. If that's the case. I'd rather be on the safe side of that myself. <laughs> definitely. So, well, uh, not all. A lot of people claim them as gods, but no, I don't think they were gods either. But, um, but here's a here's the thing about the Anunnaki. Okay, they had that occult knowledge. They had a lot of that knowledge that they supposedly passed on to people, and they were supposedly enslaving people. Who does that sound like? It sounds like the bad guys, doesn't it? So Twisted Witch says, Aussie, uh, when she was Adam's first wife, she wanted to see yeah. as an equal to well, Adam. Uh, she wanted to lie uh, with him, so she was not respected by choice, and she was damned for that. And now, by what, the way, she's uh, she's mentioned in the Bible as a screech owl. That is correct. Um, yeah. And also, like that, that, earlier, uh, man, that right man, there, though, is a Hebrew folktale, really, about a little more or less. It's, uh, it's found in the Kabbalah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, eternity is a real thing beyond this life. Uh, I'm going to say this. I've been in the uh, investigation research of the paranormal and the supernatural for 55 plus years. And I can tell you this one thing that I've gotten out of all that. The one thing, I've got a lot of stuff out of it, but this one thing, the most important to me is that there is absolutely, absolutely an existence beyond life and death. There is something beyond it. I like how they're supposed to be uh, symbols of wisdom. Athena, you know, that was her symbol too. Athena was an owl. Uh, and you know, a lot of people don't know this, but there's an owl hidden on the $1 bill. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. You can look it up online and it will show you where it's at. It does look like an owl, actually, but uh, that is an occult symbol of wisdom, supposedly. But the screech owl that the Bible talked about is sort of another another symbol of a demon, actually, demonic. And if you look at an owl, these horned owls, they do look downright demonic in a little ways. If you look, I can kind of see where they get that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I found it, and here it is, ladies and gentlemen, on a $1 bill. And I'll blow yeah. it up just a little bit bigger. See it? Right there. It does kind of look like it. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. And there's another one over there in the corner. See it? Yeah, yeah. That one looks more like an owl than the rest of them, I think. Uh, yeah, but that looks yeah. very much, if you look at the old Greek coins with Athena on there, you'll see that same owl on the old Greek coins. Looks just like it. There's a lot of symbol symbolism in uh, the way even Washington, D.C. is laid out, that the Masons, you know, uh, the Freemasons were involved in a lot of that, and they were big on occult symbolism. Yeah, that's what the, it is. Uh, native, the, the, the Native Americans, the, the Native Americans consider the owl a symbol of death in some aspects, bad things. 
That is correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all man opinions. So, opinions. you know. So that's 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 the thing. So and crazy or uh, twist and witch, watch this. There you go. Do you like that little symbol I threw up there for you? Uh, you'll find the same uh, Bohemian Groove Secret Society. Did not know that. Aussie yeah, Sue, yeah, if you look close into your dollar bill, it looks like a snake. Snake, snake <laughs> print, or maybe it's the Draco. Yeah, it could be. You never know. The snakes get around. So, yeah. So, it, interesting. But, you know, um, it's just amazing. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, so about snakes. Uh, you always remember that that passage, you know. He shall bruise your heel, and you shall bruise his head. There will always be that enmity between reptiles and men. Unfortunately, I think. You got a mic rubbing on you. Is what it is. I think something like that. You got I don't one know. Of those mics around your that. neck. No, no. You can't hear I've that. Just got head- I just got headphones on. I don't hear it. Yeah, before you went live. It couldn't. Yeah. Well, it was was that other headphone. I think that other headphone uh, may not do that. I may have to switch to the other headphone and see how that works. I don't know why I didn't have sound on it. Did you go to your settings, though, and and check your uh, audio and your mic? Make sure your right mic button is it. Mm, I checked it, but like I said, the mic I've got the desk mic. It's sitting right over here. That's a new one I ordered. Uh, oh, you don't have I it plugged it. in yet? Yeah, it's plugged in. Yeah, it's plugged in. I'm you using it right now. Tap on it. Mm-hmm. T- no, tap on your mic. That's mic not hear on. Nope. Nah, it's supposed to be on. I don't know. Nope. I have to figure out what's going on. It could be, I think. This may be the built-in mic on the tablet here. Could be doing that. I don't know. I got to figure out how to turn it off or something. Just go to your settings. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. No, Ladies and gentlemen, another edition. Twist of which I'm glad you stuck around and hung out with us and had a few conversations. But you know, it's it's a real thing. This spiritual warfare. So. Yeah. You want to do a little prayer before we finish up tonight here? A little prayer protection. We've opened some some dark doors here tonight. We've been talking about some dark subjects, and uh, perhaps we'll do that. Okay, a little prayer like this. Oh, Lord, our Heavenly Father, the supreme creator of all things, the creator of this universe and everything in it, you are the one perfect being to whom all things are compared. You are he who has built all of this. You have laid the foundations for all of it. And we are privileged, humbled, to be considered your children. And we ask that you protect us, that you enlighten our minds, that you change our hearts and our souls to go the right path in this existence, to find you in the right way that we need to go. We ask the protection of your holy angels, that your that your the host of your spirits be around us and guard us and protect us day and night. We ask this most humbly in the name of your Son Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, what's our what's our topic going to be? Well, I'm thinking we're going to talk a little bit more about AI next week. We need to talk. We need to get it out in the open a little bit more. So. Wow. We're going to talk about the dark, the dark AI, the darkness of AI. Ladies and gentlemen, Dennis, stick around. We'll be, uh, I'm going to talk to you after the show. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, take care. We'll see you on the flip side. Till next week. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.
It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. It's a grizzly. Oh, ship, should we run? <laughs> no. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, shit. should we run? <laughs> okay. It's a grizzly. Are you sure it's not Jim Monk? <laughs> It's a grizzly. I'm out of here. Huh. Maybe it is a chipmunk. It's a grizzly. Oh, Are we going to die? I don't know. We're just going to sit here and listen and watch. Let's get out of here, maybe. Fall! Oh. <laughs>